0: Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love, My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our digital marketing academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device which means as a busy parent in business you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight to the point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. Hello and welcome to my Bump to Baby expert podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today, we are joined by expert sleep coach, Gemma Mumford, who will be talking to us all about sleep in the fourth trimester. Hello and welcome to my Bumped Baby Expert podcast. Today we are joined by the lovely Gemma Mumford from Blissed Out Babies. She is an expert sleep coach and she will be talking about sleep in the fourth trimester. Hi Gemma. Hi
1: Carla, how
0: are you? I'm good thank you, are you?
1: great thank you yeah I'm really excited to chat about sleep today
0: I am I am and it'll, I'm sure it will help a lot of parents so um I'll get get started so what is your advice to get in a good sleep routine
1: okay so yeah the goal the golden nugget of a sleep routine so firstly the early days and in, in the fourth trimester fourth trimester let's start with that actually fourth trimester yeah. is the first three months of your baby's life so you have your first, second, and third trimester while you're pregnant, and then we call it the fourth trimester, which is the first three months your baby being on 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 the planet with us. It's a really, really important time. And um, the early days are purely about recovery for you. You've been through, you know, a really exhausting, tiring process. You need to be, allow your body to recover. It's about bonding. It's about establishing feeding and really getting to know this little person that you've been waiting to meet for so long. Um, the first few weeks, newborns' um, sleep is very different to adult sleep. Um, they don't actually produce their own melatonin um, and it's still about one or two months old. So in the very early days, um, they need to um, fall asleep either with feeding or just because they've tied themselves out. They have a really small awake window when they're newborn. Um, so the first month or two is really very 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 frequent naps um, and actually it's napping all day and all night, there's no real defined daytime versus night time um, and that's mainly because our uh, circadian rhythm which is our internal body clock isn't established until probably about three months old which is why we call this period the fourth trimester. So we need a lot of help and support from us um, during these first few weeks with sleep. Um, You'll probably find it really difficult. Um, it is so exhausting. Um, it, it's just so tiring because they, they just don't sleep well. They sleep in very, very short periods, so maybe one or two hours at a time, and that goes on for 24 hours. <laughs> so it is really exhausting. Um, what I would say about um, getting into a good routine is there's not many things that you can do at this stage to really push them into a timed schedule where you'll recognize a real pattern. Um, the best things I can give you advice on are things like just helping to manage and re- um, regulate that circadian rhythm to help them understand that day is different from night time. So, firstly, you can do that from um, by using light. Light is really important for our circadian rhythm. So, when it's daytime, as soon as you get up in the morning or whatever time you want morning to be, say o'clock, six o'clock, whatever time your baby seems to be waking up, you want to get your curtains open, get lots of lovely light into the house um and be quite animated in yourself so make it really obviously morning so morning you know daytime voice be kind of happy and jolly and as best you can be when you're really tired um and just make sure it's very obviously daytime and then you can do the reverse at night time so um mix it up make it as dim as you can in the house so turn the lights down draw the curtains um use quieter voices you know be a lot less um animated so just be a bit more calm and quiet and use a night time voice and then that will really help to get your baby to understand that daytime is different to night time. Um you can also help to regulate that circadian rhythm by um trying to get up at the same time every day. So have a quite a regular wake time and a regular bedtime really helps with that. So I would say you don't have to get up at five past seven every morning but get up Sort of within the same around about probably half an hour. So choose choose what time suits you um and try and stick with that and similar for bedtime, try and aim for a, a reasonably regular bedtime. Um very difficult in the very early days because there's no real routine. Um but kind of just follow your baby's cues. Um it's really hard not to try and look for patterns very early on. Um but realistically, it's probably not going to see a true pattern emerge until they're about 12 weeks old. Um, so try and relax about it, I would say. Um, use light and dark, that really helps. And try to recognize your baby's cues, their tired cues, those little signs that they're telling you um, that they're tired. So with little ones, sometimes it can be a bit hard to spot. Um, you want to be looking at things like they might start going a little bit pale or their arms and legs might stop moving and they might calm down a little bit or they might um, start if you've been looking at them and talking to them um, or playing with them with a toy you might start avoiding eye contact or looking away and those are really early tired signs so it's best to try and get them to go to sleep at those earlier signs rather than the late signs of Yawning and rubbing their eyes and crying and fussing because sometimes it's, they've gone past it a little bit there. So I would always say try and put your baby down at the earliest signs of tiredness, which will help them nap better. Um, and it's never too early to start with a bedtime routine. Um, especially with older children, the bedtime routine is massively important in helping them wind down from their busy day. But it also provides them with kind of very, very obvious cues that sleep is about to happen. Even as adults, we have very specific cues for our bedtime routine. So, with children, it's even more important. So, with babies, you can do like a really quick bedtime routine of maybe five or 10 minutes in, in the fourth trimester. So, what you might want to do is you might want to do some nice massage, or um, and then maybe get them dressed into the PJs, or put them in a the sleep suit or the grow bag or whatever they're going to sleep in. Maybe have a little short book, whether it's a little picture book that you show them or just read a few pages or a couple of paragraphs from a story that you enjoy. They'll just like hearing your voice um, and then feed and then pop them down. And you can use that routine for nap and bedtime to give them a really strong cue that that will then lead to sleep. Um, those are really nice ways to start thinking about getting into a routine. But above all, try and relax about it in the first few weeks and just go with the flow. I know firsthand that... Um, Sometimes trying to make your baby fit into a mould of a routine that your friend's baby does, or that you found on your Google search at three o'clock in the morning. Sometimes, sometimes trying to make your baby fit into that schedule doesn't work because they're all different. And actually, sometimes it can put more pressure on you that you don't really need. So, try and go with the flow. And um, use light. Use regular wake up times um, and a little bedtime routine, and that will really, really set some really good foundations going
0: forward excellent oh that's a very informative answer and you answered a lot of questions that I actually didn't know My, my son's four and uh yeah wow that's fab thank you so another question a lot of parents have is how long should the baby um sleep in their room for because it's quite a difficult one really some parents can't relax fully and some pair when they're in the room because they're always checking if they're breathing and stuff but then also it is for safety as well it's quite important that they are checking those things so so what how long uh, do you think they should sleep in their room for
1: so, yeah, this is a really important part, actually, to talk about. Um, it's really important that we follow safe sleep guidelines because they reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, which is this, and also known as COT death. Um, the Lullaby Trust website, you'll find um, on a Google search, has lots of brilliant information about safe sleeping. And actually, since the early 1990s, when we've um, put together these guidelines, um, this, the rate of stillbirth of... of um, Cot death in the UK has actually dropped by 80% so it's, oh, wow. it's really important that we follow these guidelines um, and, and lots of it is, lots of it's common sense um, but lots of, lots of these things have changed over the years so do follow the current guidelines not perhaps what, um, what some some other people might be telling you whether that's people are in law or, or whoever, please follow these Facebook guidelines, it's really important to keep your baby safe. So, the advice is actually to keep the, your baby in, in the same room as you for all sleep for the first six months of their life. So that includes nap and bedtime sleep. And I think, oh, gosh, I can't do that. You know, my um, baby's going to wake if I just kind of put them in the Moses basket in the kitchen with me all day. But actually, it's, they do sleep quite well. Um nearby you, they do need to be near you and they're comfortable with that and, and they need that. So um I would always say try and get either a, a nice Moses basket to keep in the same room as you or if you've got your pram set up with a nice bassinet fit, a flat base, you can use that in the house as well. Um but yeah, she's supposed to keep them with you for the first six months. Um doesn't mean that in in the daytime that you can't nip to the toilet or um you can go and make yourself a cup of tea and you have to be next to them the whole time but babies are safer if we're close by Um, so get get a moses basket or have the pram and the bassinet set up in in the house Um, and if you're struggling to put them down to sleep in the cot or the moses basket in the daytime um, i've got a couple of tips for you so it's really common in the fourth trimester that your baby just wants to be stuck to you (laughs) absolutely common Um, and it, 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 it's all about helping that bond. Um, they feel safe with you there. So if, they, if you are struggling to put your baby down for a sleep in the day and you need a break, I completely understand that. You, want, you, know, you feel touched out sometimes and just want to put the baby down for a while, that's, that's fine. So you can either get a sling. Slings are really, really handy for um, giving you both set both hands. So you just pop them in the sling and they can sleep next to you. Um, and they're quite settled in a sling usually. So try your local sling library and they can help you out with trying ones that suit your body and the type of um, different fabric ones that you can try and you can hire them rather than spend money buying one. So sling is a top tip for for, um, keeping your baby close to you for naps during the day. But also um, sometimes the transfer of your baby from being in your arms into the cot or the Moses basket can be a bit tricky. So babies have got that startle reflex, that moral reflex, where the kind of arms will flap if they're being lowered down backwards. So sometimes it's it's a nice tip to just kind of try and lower them down into the Moses basket on the side and then roll them onto the back. And that kind of avoids that startle reflex. That is a good tip. Um, But yeah, absolutely. They should be with us for six months and that's in your bedroom as well at night. And I completely understand how um it can be difficult to um to sleep when your baby's in your bedroom. They're not they're not that quiet sleepers, are they? I don't know whoever came up with the phrase sleep, um sleep like a baby, because that makes me that makes me think of you know someone who sleeps for a long time without making a peep of noise babies don't sleep like that do they look better
0: neither Um. do husbands either (laughs) (laughs) you know they seem to sleep through everything well mine did anyway
1: yes men seem to be able to have kind of a a, a bit of an off switch with the with the volume of the baby's noises but (laughs) I think that that's just evolution we're programmed to hear every little peep from our babies and that's just That's just human nature, isn't it? That we've got that in us that want to protect them. But it does make it really difficult for us to sleep. So prepare yourselves for six months of them being in your bedroom. But you can disguise some of those noises with white noise. Sometimes that helps, and that actually helps the baby successful. So having a white noise machine playing the whole night long, it it also helps babies feel like you're back in the womb again. Um, And disguise is kind of the snoring noise husband um, and it cannot it can actually help us to kind of distract us a little bit from those sounds and um, so white noise is a great tip for keeping your baby in your room with you for a little while and um, and then the other the other things to just bear in mind are kind of the other general sleep safe sleep guidelines so making sure you put your baby on the back to sleep and um, we probably a lot of the, the people that are listening to this podcast now um, were probably put down on their fronts to sleep. And that was before the advice changed in the, um, in the early 1990s. Um, but actually it is shown to be a significant um, risk. So always put your baby down on the back to sleep. Um, put the feet down to the foot of the bed. So make sure that they're at the bottom of the cot so that they can't slip down further underneath any covers that you might have there. Tuck blankets in underneath their, their armpits. and That will help prevent that too um this time of year I mean I'm looking outside my window now and it's absolutely a beautiful day it's going to be a real scorch it's going to be like 26 degrees I think again today so it is quite important to try and keep your baby cool at night so dress them appropriately you want the bedroom to be between 16 and 20 degrees ideally um and then use um a sleeping bag or bedding to keep them at the right temperature however at this time of year it's really important to keep them cool as well so dress them appropriately Um, you, you might want to just check instead of following the guides online of what you should wear with what group with what sleeping bag whilst they are useful please just go off your baby's temperature as well so either feel the chest to see if they're too hot or the back of the neck is a really good spot as well if you test the hands and feet they're always colder so they don't always give you an accurate temperature for the baby. So chest hand on the chest or at the back of the neck is really useful to help tell what the cool or warm enough. Um, no smoking around baby, also that that increases the risk as well. And breastfeed if possible. The um, so breastfeeding offers about a 50% reduction in the risk of sits in exclusive breastfed babies. So if you're struggling, mama with breastfeeding right now, um, it is really tough try and get some support but try and stick with it it does get easier and it does help with safe sleep too um, but going back to the lullaby trust website that's a fantastic resource for lots of safe sleep information including like, safe cool sleeping too so i would highly
0: recommend parents have a look at that website excellent brilliant thank you very much um another um question that a lot of parents struggle with I know I did was what are your tips for a sleep sleeping as a new mum because often you can feel a bit like a zombie uh walking around from day to night you I don't think you even know what at what time it is sometimes so do you have any tips to kind of catch up on sleep
1: absolutely yeah so it is really really difficult it's absolutely the reason the one single reason that I got into this job mm-hmm. I nearly lost my mind with my first she was a terrible sleeper and the impact it had on my mental health um, and my relationship with my husband, my, my relationship with my baby. You know, I'm so passionate about helping mums to get better sleep. Um There's nothing we can do to, to force another person to sleep. We can't even force ourselves to go to sleep. How are we ever expect ourselves to be able to make our babies go to sleep? So sometimes, and particularly in the fourth trimester, it's about accepting kind of how it is and just doing what you can to get as much sleep as you can when you can. So some of it's accepting what's going on, but just kind of roll with it. My best tips um, are, and I laugh saying it sometimes, but sleep when the baby sleeps. It's one of the first things you're told, isn't it? And I mean, how, how ridiculous sometimes I think, gosh, there's no way on earth. And I, I don't think I've ever slept when my babies just slept. Because, hmm. um, you know, you've got piles of washing to do. You've got, if you formula feeding, you've got bottles to wash and sterilise you know, God forbid you want to have a shower or eat something yourself while your baby's having a nap or you know what, sometimes we just need to watch some TV or stare into space and do nothing for that time. So I fully appreciate that sleep when the baby sleeps doesn't work for everybody. But the science tells us that actually, if we can just lie down and close our eyes for 20 minutes or so, sometimes our brain does actually go into a very light sleep. So. Whilst you might not think you've had a sleep, just closing your eyes, lying down for 20 minutes, half an hour can make all the difference. Naturally, you can feel quite refreshed after that. Um, Second tip, I would say consider co-sleeping if you find in the night times really difficult. So there are plenty of ways of being able to sleep very safely with your baby with you. Um, Again, the Lullaby Trust organisation website will give you some tips on how to position, but definitely look into co-sleeping if you feel that um you would like to do that there's nothing wrong with that at all to do it safely um but when we talked earlier about um our circadian rhythm being driven by light it's really helpful for us as well if we can get ourselves out in daylight so lovely sunny days like today or even if it's rainy and dreary if you can get yourself outside and go for a walk, put baby in a sling or put baby in the pram, and get yourself outside for a 20 minute, half an hour walk, I guarantee that will make you feel better. Um, don't give up on breastfeeding. So breastfeeding mums um, actually report better sleep than formula or combination of feeding mums. Now, I'm not at all in any way... Um, uh, desperate for everybody to breastfeed because I, I you know i couldn't with my first and actually I chose to farm a feed with my second but if you are able to breastfeed exclusively actually it, it, the studies say that you do get better sleep you might you might feel like you wake up more however you will get back to sleep quicker um after a feed you don't have to um get up and make a bottle of formula and down or anything like that. Actually a quicker process is to, to do the breastfeed. but also you produce hormones that make you fall asleep better. And your breast milk has melatonin in it or tryphan in it, which actually has precursor melatonin, the sleep hormone and it helps your baby sleep. So there's definitely some pros to um the breastfeeding for squid sleep. Um, and be kind to yourself, you know, accept help if it's offered. Um, I was a bit of a nightmare with my first. I wanted to be super warm, I wanted to control everything. I felt like I had to do everything to look like I was, you know, coping well when I actually found into deep down inside. I probably wasn't looking back. So um, I would say be kind to yourself and take help if it's offered. You don't have to do all this by yourself. And um, so if your partner can just take them out for a walk and you just get an hour's sleep or whatever, just take that help. Don't be too proud for that. Um and if you if you've got your partner there who's able to help, take it in shifts. Um so that maybe they could if, if they're working, we sometimes worry that we have to take on the whole of the overnight so that they can get get enough sleep to be able to go and work. But actually you need that too. So maybe think about taking the first part of the night as a shift that you your, your partner can look after the baby and you can maybe go and get a, a chunk of about four hours at the start of the night time. So go to sleep when your baby goes to sleep and then you've got that time to kind of recoup a little bit. Again, studies show that we, we need about four or five hours in a chunk to help us make, a feel, help make us feel a lot better. So if you can work your shifts with your partner to do that, then that's great. And then the other thing is just get a Netflix Prime podcast <laughs> subscription and just embrace it. You know, um, going to be sat on the sofa for a long time under a baby that's either feeding or snoozing um and i would just say try and embrace it it's really hard at first because you've got you know lots of other things that you want to be doing and um but i can guarantee that it won't be too long before they're running around climbing all over you and will not sit still for a cuddle so really try and embrace it and just catch up on the tv and have, have a rest as much as you can Um, and just get through it these first weeks are really tough so it is a lot about survival um, but look after yourself
0: I love that love that answer and I totally agree with the Netflix as well yeah. um, and you know yeah listening to podcasts get yourself some headphones and just if you can't sleep at night or you're feeding baby there's you know you know just just listen to something that's going to make you feel good and positive <laughs> um so yeah um and um that was that was a great answer another one gosh <laughs> um and um Final question, then. So, why why do babies sleep so much? Um that was just a question that a lot of mums have because yeah. I think when you have a baby, you're like, "Oh, I want it to do things, and it's not yeah. doing anything." Um, yeah. So, so why do babies sleep so much? Well, you're going going back to what you're saying there about um,
1: you, you want desperate for them to do something. Actually, there's so much going on behind the scenes with our babies, especially in the fourth trimester. Um, Um, You don't, you don't need me to tell you that fourth trimester sleep is completely different to adult sleep. That's why we find it so hard. You know, what our sleep needs are completely mismatched, aren't they? We need a nice long chunk to feel um, restored, replenished after after our day, but our babies don't give us that. They kind of just do do it in short, very short bursts of sleep with very short bursts of wake time in between. Now, there's definitely some science behind that, so. Um, you might find it interesting to know that babies are only born with about 25 to 30% of a fully adult, developed adult brain. Um, we're one of the only mammals, apart from kangaroos, that complete most of our development outside the womb. If you think about it, other mammals like horses or um, goats, elephants even, um, they have their children and they're able to feed. They're able to walk. They're able to have a decent chance of survival within a few hours of birth. Um, whereas our babies aren't, are they? So they they need to complete a lot of their development outside of the womb. Um, An interesting thought is if we were um to birth a child with all those skills, being able to walk, being able to survive, being able to feed themselves, um, we'd actually have to give birth babies who are about eighteen months old. Now I'm not I'm not really up for that. (laughs) No, we're. it's actually not physically possible for us to be able to give birth to the babies at uh, the development stage where this, they need to be able to survive. Um so all that brain development and all that growth happens on the outside. That's why they sleep a lot. So the brains are actually um need, they need deep sleep and light sleep in order to process memory. So what happens in the first three years of life is brain focusing on, strengthening and pruning all the little neural pathways in the brain, which helps help process memory. And this is how we learn all the new skills that we're learning, so learning how to feed, learning how to walk, crawl, sit, all those skills. It's all about making those connections in the brain. So babies need sleep to allow that to happen. Um, the growth hormone's also released at night. So actually, and I've said it a lot with my two, sometimes you get them up in the morning after their night's sleep, and actually they look bigger. Oh, the face looks slightly different. Have you noticed that, Carla? Yeah, yeah, I have. You I know they didn't look like that when you put them down for that. For that yeah, sleep. But actually, yeah. the growth hormone produced, that's produced at night, so it's quite possible.
0: Oh. That it's yeah, it's um, really interesting. It is. Um, I
1: love talking about sleep. Fascinating. Oh, no, on I know. I love
0: sleeping, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I well, like being in the sleep. Yes,
1: absolutely. Oh. And the, the amount of sleep that babies need quite high in the early days. So in the fourth time I see probably looking between fifteen to eighteen hours a day. Um and after that it does start to kind of drop. Um over the next three years or so the amount of daytime sleep your child will have will start reducing. And the must the amount of nighttime sleep tends to consolidate then. So they'll they'll start dropping that completely at around three, but over the next years or so you'll start to kind of need to manage their daytime nap versus their nighttime sleep and that's not one of my, my tips to kind of manage sleep as it goes so over the time you'll reduce daytime sleep and nighttime sleep will kind of increase and will kind of settle a bit more over the next couple of years but it's all about brain development in this time and 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 all those little changes that are going on in the head, which you can't see, but eventually you will. So within about six weeks, you'll start getting smiles and then little giggles come and then they're learning how to roll. And before you know it, you've got a little baby that's sitting up and shouting at you and feeding themselves. And it's amazing. But all that comes down to what's going on in those little brains when they're asleep.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic Gemma you have been amazing thank no, you thanks. I've learned so much today and I hope all you guys have as well Gemma where can we find you when where can our parents find you if they want more information around um your sleep coaching
1: absolutely so um my business is called Blissed Out Babies I'm Blissed Out Babies on Facebook um it's www listoutbabies.co.uk if you want to head over to the website there's loads of information on there I also do sleep workshops and so if people did want to learn more about how sleep works and some real good tips, detailed tips for the first two years then have a look at the website and come and join me on one of my workshops, I'm happy to talk sleep as you've probably heard (laughs) I love sleep, total sleep geek but happy to talk anytime if parents have got any queries just drop me a line and I'll help as best I can
0: Oh, that's amazing. And we'll put all Gemma's links in the show notes there. So thanks very much, Gemma. It was lovely having you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to My Bump to Babies Expert Podcast. If you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area, Head over to www.mybumptobaby.com and you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area. This podcast is sponsored by My Bump to Baby Family Protection and Legal Directory. Being a parent is such a minefield. It's so difficult deciding who to select when it comes to financial advice or family law solicitors. My Bump to Baby works with one trusted financial advisor and one trusted family law solicitor in each town throughout the whole of the UK. To find your nearest advisor or family law solicitor, Head over to www.mybump2baby.com forward slash family protection legal. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.